Welcome to a holiday edition of the Velo Chums podcast. Us not being necessarily a professional podcast during our last episode, the last one before the Thanksgiving holiday, we didn't mention that we might not have a, you know, full, full on episode because as we've mentioned, we are not, um, we are not uh, full time doing this as a part of the cycling industry or cycling journalists or anything like that. So holidays are a little bit tight. So we thought we would just get together, put together a quick little episode, shorter than normal, just to talk about some of the things that we are thankful for as Velo Chumps, considering that it is Thanksgiving. Does this sound all right? Sound all right to you guys, all you Velo Chumps out there? Yeah. Yeah, we oh, got yeah. the full crew. Let's say hi. Randy, Randy Nicewanger, back in the house. How's it going, man? Good. Good to be here. Good to be here. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Mike Green? Hey, happy Thanksgiving, Eric. Awesome. Ryan Brainer? Doing good. Happy to be here. Thankful. And Chad Locker? Hello. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, so you guys all had good Thanksgiving? You all eat too much? Yep. Oh, yeah. Awesome. We're not training for anything at the moment, so we can we can afford to uh, put down a few extra calories, hopefully. So, training for life. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I was just it would have been, been nice to uh, have known how much I was gonna eat before I placed that most recent order with Rafa for protein kit. I was like, mm. yeah, <laughs> second guessing that size selection all of a well, sudden. Well, you know, <laughs> hopefully life goals, get back to normal Chad. in a week. Life goals, life goals. <laughs> Yeah, especially since they discontinued the downsize program. You can't take advantage of that. I know. I know. It's very sad. (laughs) So anyway, like I said, I was thinking we could just go around the horn here because, you know, here at the VeloChomp, sometimes, sometimes we're a little bit critical. Sometimes we bring things to the table that we might have. Let's just call it critical, critical uh, analysis of some of these cycling items that are cycling things that people are marketing to us but i think i think it would be worth it in the spirit of thanksgiving we can go around and talk about what are we thankful for in the cycling world these days here in 2023 anyone anyone have one that they want to start off with what are you thankful for in 2023 when it comes to cycling well, Eric, I'll I'll go ahead and start. I, I will right. say I, I'm going to piggyback off of our last podcast though and talk about you know driving to a KOM and taking a KOM and and uh, <laughs> and just doing that exact KOM. But you know, I'll tell you the last time we chatted, um, I found out that one of my KOMs um, were was taken by. By what, what, you know, who, from someone who I assumed was a friend, um, <laughs> but then, then realized friends don't take friends KOMs. But anyhow, um, in this instance, um, I went out a few days later, um, trying to take advantage of some weather scenarios that would give me an equal advantage off of this KOM. And, and sadly, I, I suffered a, very bad miscalculation as to what was happening on the roadway and, and crashed my bike. So I say that by saying that my fork is now, my fork actually took the brunt of the damage to my bike, at least the visual damage to my bike and it's cracked in half. So I am going to say that I'm anticipating being thankful in 2023 
you know, at least the engineering for bikes to absorb some crash, some resilience on the, on the, um, the helmets that, you know, are mm-hmm. used for crash protection. Um, I certainly tested that, um, given that my helmet, uh, I had a POC Omni Air, um, helmet that, uh, took some pretty decent, uh, damage to the one side and, and protected my skull. So I'm going to definitely say that the safety features on some of these, these bike, these bikes are definitely something that I'm thankful for, at least acutely, um, you know, from an industry standpoint, got to put a plug out for, for my team at Wahoo, you know, certainly their R and D and, and some of the things that are coming out are, are not only unique, but it definitely gives us a, a, an abundance of things to talk about. So thank you, Wahoo. Awesome. Well, I think that's great. And I will mention to the audience that we have road bikes with Randy since this crash. So it was not debilitating in any sort of way. Hey, he looked great. He he said he was hurting a little bit, but he seemed fine to me. So I'm going to go with, you know, that POC helmet did its job. So we're going to give a shout out to, to the, to the POC helmet that you used because that's fantastic that, uh, you know, you didn't suffer anything more serious. And in fact, it did protect you and did what it was supposed to do. So that's definitely a good thing to be thankful for. That's a good one, Randy. And, and he, it, it knocked the lisp right out of him. <laughs> <She's> so <bad. laughs> You do sound a lot better tonight. Did, uh, so have you, Thanks. I mean, I know we've been talking about the fork situation, but did you buy a new helmet and what'd you buy? I went right back to Pac. Um, there you go. So I have uh, Pac delivered to my house. Um, oh, excuse me. It is getting delivered on Tuesday to my house. Um, just for the record, um, the lisp was caused by, um, my electronic selection, not necessarily <laughs> my microphone, my electronic selection. Please do not try to hit your head off of the cement, trying to get rid of your lisp. It is not. <laughs> That's not your, uh, <laughs> it is not recommended practical method. Solution, no. <laughs> typically ends right. nine, typically ends poorly nine out of 10 times, except if you're Mike Green. Mike Green okay. can knock his head off of a helmet off of the ground and ride a hundred miles. Uh, yep. That is not. We know that from from uh, from experience. We know that to be a true statement. So this is you've true. Got to, you've got to avoid the helmet though, so the helmet is safe for the rest of the ride. Right. So. Just smack your face right on the ground. Right, Mike. That's right. the that's the methodology there. Mike, what's your opinion on taking someone else's KOMs? <laughs> <laughs> Number one is I'm I'm all right with it. I've had them <laughs> taken away from me by plenty of people. So, okay. All right, just checking. All right, cool. Anyone else got something they're thankful for in the spirit of Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, from a bike related standpoint, I'll say I'm I'm still thrilled and happy with all my SRAM access stuff on my. <laughs> One, two, three, you're just four. messing with Chad. <laughs> I'm actually not messing with Chad. I am legitimately, <laughs> to me, I I have thorough. I was thinking about it the other day. I've thoroughly enjoyed riding with these, with my paddle shifters the last couple of years. So yeah, I'm happy with that. I think it is cool that we do have pretty cool bike technology these days. I mean, I know Chad wants to be on mechanical rim brakes for life, but. I do think that, you know, this is not the thing I'm thankful for, but I do agree with that, Mike. I think it's really cool that we have companies pushing, you know, pushing the, you know, technological development here. And, you know, bikes are pretty cool. Yeah. And I think that's why we ride them. So it's a good one, Mike. I like it. I like it. You know what? I'm going to thankfully segue off both of your comments. Awesome. Right? So for this year and for at least the coming year ahead, I'm quite thankful that you could still get 
<laughs> carbon high performance rim brake wheels, right? And a group set to support those. So, you know, I will at least give kudos out there to SRAM, right? So if you've got a rim brake bike and you want to run ETAP, I believe it's still available. You can still go get those things from SRAM. I certainly know you can get them from Shimano. And what? There's at least a handful of dedicated, you know, good wheels out there. You've got Astral, Boyd, Hunt, and now what? Princeton Carbon Works. Princeton Carbon Works. Brand new. Brand new rib brake set. You have to call them. I, I noticed you couldn't you couldn't <laughs> click them on the website, but for all those all those captain negativities out there that claim you cannot buy good high performance rim brake stuff in 2023, 2024 coming, as far as I can tell, you could still spend a good chunk of change and get some nice <laughs> rim brake stuff. So hey, I'm gonna be thankful for that. It's still there for me. There throwing, we go. Throwing good money after bad, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> no way, no way. I am the beholder. Chad, I will let you know though. Um, I updated one of my rim brakes, one of my rim brake allays to 12 speed SRAM red access, Chris King hubs on my Envy uh, wheel set that was able to be converted to a XDR drive by just changing, changing over some of the guts. It took me all of five minutes. It was slick. So I have a rim brake 12 speed access equipped bike now. So that was really cool. Wow. Do you have do you have an 11 speed access group that you and I need to talk about off this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't even, I'll buy it off you, Randy, just because I don't want Chad getting his hands on it and then complaining about it in about six months. <laughs> did, did anyone else catch that Randy said on two of his rim brake LA bikes? Oh, I, I mean, you have at least two <laughs> rim LAs and like at least two discs. So, I mean, you know, that's not, that's nothing new. I, I have said it before with Randy on and off this podcast. I'm convinced the entire Facebook marketplace of specialized allays is just Randy's transactions with himself. <laughs> <laughs> Driving the price up. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever works. Um, yep. the, price, the price action is real on, on Facebook marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Ryan, last but not least, what are you thankful for in the biking industry? Um. I would say, so I went home this weekend and I, uh, met up with some old friends and I was talking about how versatile bikes can be these days. I know we nitpick a lot, but specifically like with my crux, you know, you could put, um, I think you can fit 650 2.1s in that frame I did one of our Tuesday night fast rides with my arrow wheel set because, you know, like nowadays the spacing of the, the gravel bike and my road bike are the exact same. And I was, you know, I didn't feel like I was wanting for any performance benefit. And then we've done some pretty gnarly gravel on my bike and it's 700 format with 38s on it, which, um, so I'm, I'm pretty thankful for the fact that we or I specifically I'm pretty hard on prices these days, but at least like, you know, I have multiple bikes, but if I only had that one bike, I could do pretty much every type of riding that I would do in a normal year on that one bike. Well, that's cool. I mean, I know that you're much younger than the rest of us and you might not realize that back in the old days, that's pretty much what we had to do. Ride one bike for everything. Cause we didn't have all these segments, but you know, you know, once they created all those segments, it is cool that now we have these, uh, these do it all bikes. So, and it's cool that you have one. I think you should be thankful for that. So 
I'll tell you guys what I'm thankful for because we're here in Chicago and looking at the forecast, it's supposed to snow tomorrow. And what I'm thankful for is that here in 2023, we have quite a bit of innovation and options when it comes to indoor training. It is no longer get on your compu trainer and stare at a brick wall and push out some watts. I mean, we have a lot of options here. We've talked about a few of them on this show. We've talked a few about a few of them off of the show. But I think it's really cool that tomorrow when it's snowing, I'll be able to get on the bike anyway, be able to have a not outdoor experience, but I'll be able to have a cool, cool indoor experience, much better than trying to watch a movie or catch up on something while I'm just, you know, grinding out mindless miles. It'll be it'll be a fun time, even though even though I'm not outside. So that's what I'm thankful for. We climb in the Alp. What are we doing? I don't know, man. We can we can set up a ride. Probably we shouldn't use the podcast to set up our uh, Zwift group ride, but you know we could do something like that if you want. Maybe we should. But anyway, actually. it could be like a, a Q Velo Chumps group ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it'll be us five. <laughs> here's the problem. Yeah, here's the problem. Right, I'm not going to edit this and publish it and have it out <laughs> in time for anyone to listen to it and join the join our ride tomorrow morning. So <laughs> that's out. But anyway. So does anyone anyone got anything else about uh, they're thankful for that they just want to throw in now that we all went around the horn once? Anything you're dying to get out? Things you're uh, thankful for in the bike industry? Well, I will say, you know, I'll, I'll be the guy. I'll be the guy that that, that says it. I'm thankful for the velo jumps. You know, oh, wow. Yeah, I've got. You know, I've got to say, I've got to say, you know, I've I've put on I think twenty since over the. The lifespan of the Velochump podcast, you know, we've talked about my uh, my riding this year, and mm-hmm. and certainly, lack of- yeah, certainly, I think my thirty miles this year probably does not really qualify <laughs> me to be a Velochump. But I will say that, you know, and I mentioned this in one of our group chats recently that you guys still continue to welcome me into uh, more as a collector than as a rider. <laughs> um, <laughs> So you guys continue welcoming me. So, you know, I think that, you know, definitely a, a shout out of appreciations for you gentlemen that are on the phone, uh, on the podcast today. And then certainly the listeners, I think we can all say we're thankful for. Uh, of course, that's the not the bike industry. That's more more so for our podcast. But uh, again, I think. It's oh, absolutely. Mentioning. I mean, bike, you know, bike adjacent. And we are absolutely I think I speak for all. Of us. We are absolutely thankful for every single person that searches out the velo chumps presses play and doesn't immediately turn it off after about you know 15 seconds of listening to us ramble on so if you made it this far we're absolutely thankful that you you stuck with us this far so certainly we appreciate that yeah and and aside from the velo chumps um i don't know if that was randy or ryan who said that but I, I do think there's been a lot of good group rides or friendly rides this year. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of the either newer people that we have met or people that we just started riding with a regular, a little bit more regularly, I think that's been fantastic this year. So I was actually thinking about that the other day is just a little bit more expansion of the local group. So it's good. Yeah, I think it's great that we have um, managed to maintain a pretty good cycling community. I mean... We all know if you look in the news, the bike boom of the COVID era has pretty much fizzled out. The industry is, you know, the companies are struggling right now. We have a lot of inventory. We have a lot of the demand is low. Inventory is high. That's never a good situation. Right, Randy? And uh, 
you know, a lot of people that were, you know, got into bike, got into riding bikes during the, the pandemic, you know, of course there's some of them still into it, which is great. But, you know, a lot of those people went back to, uh, you know, maybe not being as into it as they were. And I think it's cool that around here, like you said, Mike, we did have some good group rides this year and we did have some good, uh, you know, social elements going on in our community. And I really hope we can continue that next year. And I think we should make that a goal of the Velo Chumps. We should expand out of just the podcast realm and really, really try to push the social element and have a good, good cycling community base around here and uh, where we are. And, you know, we'll just leave it to Chad on his own to set up the uh, bike community in Canton. You know, he's you know, just going to have to do it solo over there. I have found that the the best way to get social activity on a bike ride is to incorporate food. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Either, either oh, after yeah. the ride, during the ride, before the ride. All three, if it's the best kind of ride, in my opinion. But <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, that's a great point. I mean, our best, our, our big rides, our big rides of the, each week, Mike, throughout th- different times of the year. But, you know, we have our donut ride, of course. Involves donuts. Can't complain there. The uh, the Fast Tuesday ride that Ryan mentioned, that always ends at a bar, and we have food and drinks after. Then, of course, we have the Simmerton Tap ride. So, yeah, all of the big rides are involving food and sometimes alcohol or, you know, often alcohol. So, you know, if you're in the Chicagoland area anyway and you want to get involved in any of these rides, we will feed you. If you if you're a VeloChumps listener, how about this, Mike? Mike, Ryan, and Randy, how about this? Anyone who shows up at one of our rides or reaches out to us, you can check us out on the Instagram page at, at VeloChumps or some of you know how to reach us. If you now, now, if you already know us, if you're if you ride with us normally, you're, this doesn't apply to you. You know who you are. But if you've never rode with us before, and you during 2024 connect with us and get to one of our rides, 100% first ride, we will buy your food, drinks, whatever it is, whatever ride we're on, you don't have to pay. How about that? Is it a good deal, guys? Yeah, I'm, guys, I'm down yeah. with that deal. We're uh, awesome. <laughs> So especially, like, especially if it's the Simmerton tap ride and oh, we yeah. watch it's... and we watch Mike tank up on vodka. <laughs> fuel, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, fuel up. Fuel on, up on vodka. On vodka. Are, are we crossing a line here, Velochops? Are we like buying are we like bribing people to be our friends on the bike? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Like just Look, to be clear. For for them to, no, we're about for them building to take community. us up on this offer. Yeah, for them to take us up on this offer, Chad, they had to already sit through like 20 minutes of this podcast. So I think they've earned it well, and deserve. We're uh, <laughs> we're coming up. We're less than a week away from December, which means the annual decentury. Absolutely. And last year's route was pretty good. We could uh, <clears throat> we could do something like. Yeah. If, if you reach out to us about the decentury and you happen to join, that would be a huge um, that would be a good deal financially for you. Cause like Mike, how many times we stop on dysentery and get food? I mean, quite a few. So, I mean, you would get it's, a lot of food paid for. Yeah. It's about, it'll, it'll probably be four stops if it's, uh, yeah. under, under the 36 degrees start time. <laughs> if, if Randy joins us, it'll be like nine stops. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, that, I don't think Chad's going to make it home for that, but you know. Well, I am home. I mean, I'd have to come back to Chicago, which is away well, from. Well, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, not gonna let, not gonna make it to New Lenox to start out the the century ride. Let let me know with enough forewarning. Perhaps maybe I can work something out. We will see. 
We're not paying for you though. You're part of the Velo Chump, so you're you're on your own, bro. <laughs> he heard free beer and he was in. Gas, <laughs> gas money. I can't even get a Twinkie out of a gas station from you guys. What kind of a podcast are we running here? Here, I'll, I'll get you some coffee from uh, Home Cut Donuts. I'll, I'll buy you a coffee there. How about that? Oh, you're so generous. <laughs> World's best coffee. Yep, yep, yep. Or not. You know, one of the two. It is or it isn't. Anyway. Did they, did they just, like, pay us for a plug on our podcast? Like, are we endorsing Home Cut Donuts? Of uh, hey, We're, I mean, they, they didn't pay us. Their donuts are fantastic. Yeah. And they're op- the, the main the main um, shop is open 24 hours in, on uh, Jefferson Street. So it's a fantastic donut shop. I would definitely recommend it. Endorsing, I would also recommend bring your own coffee and yeah, don't buy theirs. I was going to say, endorsing their donuts <laughs> specifically. Yep. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you uh, jumping on here. Anyone got anything else before we cut out of here? Yep. Our special yeah, holiday need, edition. The cranberry sauce factoid. No, I don't, I don't oh, have any we, factoids. We factoid? no, no, okay. no, I don't, so I don't have any Mike? tonight. I was going to ask if any of you had uh, taken advantage of any sweet Black Friday cycling-related deals that we should know about. And they might they might be gone by the time, but I guess if there was any amazing uh, well, products or discounts, by the time this gets published, it probably will be over. Some but... of them stick around until the end of December, though. Yeah, what what I, I'll try to publish is sooner than later. But what I would say, I, I will just throw a PSA out there. I didn't take advantage of it, but the Garmin Varia is fifty dollars off. If you don't have one, I would certainly recommend that and uh, go out and get that one. But anyone else got uh, good good Black Friday deals? I mean, I was pretty impressed with what Wahoo had going for their their head units, and uh, if you were going to pair that with, I think the Rival Watch. I mean, that was a better it was a better deal this weekend um, than what I've seen in past, which like for Amazon Prime Day or whatnot. And you you didn't just have to buy it through them direct. Most of the online retailers that they sell through authorized were also honoring that pricing. So that was I thought that was a pretty good deal for anyone. I'm not a Wahoo user, but it looked pretty good to me. <laughs> but you're you're a guy who bought a Wahoo and then immediately bailed on using and it. You returned it. So <laughs> No, I did not return it. I want to be ethical about that. I did sell it to another set of friends who did not get as fortunate on the sale as I did for exactly what I paid for it. So basically it was like I was out nothing. I got to play with a Wahoo for a couple of weeks and I gave it to someone who's a Wahooligan, right? They All right. It is still in use. It has not been returned. All right. I did. I did. I did get the POC helmet as a as a Black Friday um, discounted. That was through Amazon, though. And I did buy, which was not a Black Friday gift, but I will be sure to provide a review when the time comes. uh, The Velotas gloves, the neoprene gloves that we were talking about, and the one. Oh, the Velotas. Yeah. Yeah. I did end up purchasing them. Which, if anybody, if any, if there is a brand ambassador listening to our podcast with, with our infinite numbers of listeners, I will say I'm a little upset that there was not a Black Friday discount deal on it. <laughs> that will not reflect poorly or positively on the on the review, but I'm just saying it would have been nice. Just you to know, see. throwing it out there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, one thing to know about Randy is that it can be 48 degrees outside. And Randy is in like full on winter kit. So, I mean, I'm talking about shoe covers. I'm talking about full tights, like three or four layers, including a jacket, full headgear. So that's at 48 degrees. 
So when we're doing Decentry, if it happens to be like a sub 30 day, we'll have to see how these Velo toes work out for you, Randy. Yes. Well, I'll be wearing them regardless. Um, if it's 60. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wearing, I know. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the 40 degree ride that we did the other day almost became clothing prohibitive um, because I couldn't <laughs> find the right gear for it. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Meanwhile, it, greens and shorts. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was impressed by that. I was impressed by that. Yeah. Did did Ryan order his Shram Red Athos since it was on Black Friday <laughs> sale? It was on Black Friday sale. Yeah, no. twenty five hundred bucks off of a specialized bike. That's impressive. No, I did not. not. Did you buy the anything? S-Works. That was not the S Works model, though, Ryan. Just it was. That. Yeah, it was. I, no, it, it was, was. the S Works Athos with red. It I was thought 12, that was five. the regular Athos. No, for no, no. No, it was twelve five and discounted to thousand. I mean ten. Sorry, ten thousand. So <laughs> twenty five hundred dollars off. I would have jumped on it. Yeah, you'd have bought it for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not buy anything. Um, yeah, that's not surprising. I don't, I don't want to be repetitive, but we've said it a million times on here. But that Garmin Varia is worth every penny. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got absolutely keep my eyes open. I think I'm gonna pick up one of those. Uh, what are the five forty or eight whatever uh, solar Garmin's? Oh yeah. So, since I tend to drop my other ones, and then they <laughs> smash. So, you know, what can you do? Yeah. Otherwise, cool. No, I, I have not bought any cycling stuff for, for myself for Black Friday. Do, Just, those cat ears weren't for Black Friday. Mm, they were full price. Oh man, I bought I bought some uh, Gran Turismo. Uh, sim racing rig equipment to go with my new oh. PS5 on Black Friday deal. <laughs> if Chad ever comes back to Illinois, he'll be able to race in my rig in the basement. There you go. Well, I, noticed... I mean, you and my son, he, he just bought something for Gran Turismo, some sort of steering wheel, clutch assembly, whatever. So yeah. should I hop on and we can duel? That's, yeah, I, exactly. That's what we're doing. I saw your little uh, helmet so, yeah. sock thing today, Mike. I've never, I've never actually ridden with you using that. Oh, you know, he just had tape over his helmet. That's all. Oh, it wasn't. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, white duct tape. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> look, yeah, well, looked yeah, legit. Just duct tape up the vents. Yeah. That's a pro tip. It's not even a factoid. No factoid this week. Just a pro tip from Mike Green. <laughs> get, get duct tape that matches the color of your helmet. Tape over your vents. Much warmer. What would you say, Mike? Is that yeah, like you a... know? Uh, I think I've heard in the past people saying, "Oh, you, you know, you." Or it might have even been you, Eric. You know, if you've got a cheaper helmet or one with much fewer vents, you use that one for the winter time. Mm-hmm. And um, I only have the one helmet, <clears throat> but I happen to have white duct tape laying around, and it matches my white <laughs> helmet perfectly. And being bald, I feel every ounce of air go through it, even when I'm wearing a thick helmet. So uh, just put layers of tape all over the, you know, a bunch of vents on the front and kind of improves the overall feel. So, yeah. And then in the summer, you just peel the tape right off. You're back to a summer helmet. Right, right. Never had any issues. Genius. Why would he do that? He's more arrow. Arrow benefit. Yeah, well, you know. When I when I took that KOM a week and a half ago from this guy, I did have that tape on my helmet. I wondered if that helped. Yeah, got you a few extra watts there, huh? Yeah, Mike awesome. MacGyver has nothing on you with your duct tape. <laughs> Ryan MacGyver was a movie that was aired in the late. <laughs> I think it was hey, a TV show, actually. But you know, at least, at least the gate was open for Mike. Okay, Randy. 
Yeah. This is true. This is true. Somehow like, I did hit that. Do you have purple duct tape? You could lend to Randy. He could put his fork back together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did think Too about soon. I'm very sad a couple... about this fork, guys. <laughs> don't. Hey, um, in all seriousness, if you have a broken fork, don't duct tape it. That's not a good <laughs> idea. Just to, just to be clear, we don't have any lawyers. I'm just telling you. As of the goodness of my heart, that's not a good idea. Randy, just commit to the the raw black one and just find a, a shop that is uber comp, uh, competent to do some paint matching. Yeah. So I would just call it a day and be done with it. Well, I, I should. You're right, Mike. And that's probably what I will end up doing. I, I do have a little bit of time before I want to give up on the search. So, I mean, I know we've been doing a lot of PSAs and... And no uh, factoid this week. But you know what? Shameless plug. If you have a, a Purple Venge <laughs> 2019, 2020 Purple size Fork 54. laying around. Size 54. I think that year the forks were all the same. So It was all the same. Any, the, any, the, uh, any size you got. You got the fork. You know. Yeah. Hit us up. Send it over to Yeah, hit up the Velo Chumps on Instagram. Yeah. Hit us up about, if you want to sell that fork. There seems to be a consensus that it's going to be impossible to find. Prove us yeah. wrong. There you go. There you go. And if Randy, right. if Randy can't find it, that means it's pretty hard to find. Because I mean, if it was if it was an LA Sprint one, fork, he'd already have it. <laughs> what about that AliExpress one you shared with me last night, Randy? <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. don't get that. I think I think duct taping my fork may be even better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, All structurally right, speaking, I'm no engineer. You, uh, you guys got anything else? Are you ready to call it a night? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Well, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. We're gonna have to, guys. We're gonna have to be more professional next time. The week before Christmas, we're gonna have to mention that we're probably just gonna take the whole, the whole. We're gonna probably miss an entire week for Christmas because I don't think I'm gonna even be able to pull off a uh, quick. Uh, weekend edition so um but anyway i think we are thankful utmost thank the, the thing we're most thankful for here at the bellow chumps are the listeners that definitely made it this far and that listen every week so if you're if you're one of those we appreciate it and uh we hope you keep listening we hope you give us a rating and review you we hope you tell your friends about us grow our audience but at, at you know out of the the bottom of our heart bottom of our heart Thank you for listening and have a happy Thanksgiving. All right. All right. All right. Sounds good, guys. Good good, good show. Talk yeah. to you next week. Hopefully with a full episode that time. Spikes, 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 spikes,